Carter G. Woodson is known to many as the father of Black History Month, and he has Kentucky ties. In 1897, he enrolled in Berea College, graduating with a bachelor's. Yet, Woodson spent much of that time outside of Kentucky. WFPL's Stephanie Wolf spoke with Jessica Klanderud, who directs the Carter G. Woodson Center at Berea College. She explained what drew Woodson to the school, which was founded by an abolitionist. One of the things that I think made the choice to come to Berea perhaps different than um, other places that might have been available to him for education. With Berea's emphasis on interracial education, it also was not a technical education. So he could come to Berea and get the literature degree that he got as a bachelor's degree rather than having to focus on kind of a more building trades or technical school education, which was what most people at the time felt was appropriate for Black men. Woodson spent little of his collegiate career in Kentucky. That was in part because he was the principal of a high school in West Virginia. But I also read that at the time, Kentucky was moving to strengthen its segregation laws. How much of a role did that play? He left Berea in uh, 1903. And it's likely that the passage of what became known as the Day Law um, in 1904 Um, If you're unfamiliar with the day law, it was a piece of legislation that forbid interracial education. It was targeted, I would say, only at Berea College because it was the only interracial educational institution in the state at the time. And so um, Berea actually eventually fought the passage of that law all the way to the Supreme Court uh, where they lost. So um, that law became Uh, the law of the land in the era of Plessy versus Ferguson, you know, the separate but equal decision was just a few years prior to that. Um, We talk about his legacy, particularly in the terms of his work in education in the Appalachia region. Yeah, I think that one of the things that I find most fascinating is the ways his discussions of the importance of understanding Black history Um, and teaching about it, and not just to Black students, but for everyone, um, really has had just an incredibly long-lasting legacy. Because, I mean, even now, we're still in this kind of moment where we're fighting yet again about how to teach about Black people, how to incorporate their stories um, into the full and expansive and rich history of Black people in Appalachia and Black people in the United States. And I think that his work, you know, Miseducation of the Negro has been just a handbook, an absolute guide for how to engage with these questions deeply and how to bring them into the light in a way that edifies everyone. And the other thing that I often uh, talk about, and it's not, I guess, specific to Appalachia, but more broadly. So um, Woodson founded at the time, it was called the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History. From the beginning, that organization has provided materials for elementary and secondary teachers. The organization is still going strong and still publishing and still uh, doing the work in the community to support teachers that want to teach well about Black history. I'm curious how his work uh, led to the creation of like a dedicated month every year to Black history. He began with Negro History Week in 1926. The second week of February was chosen because it coincided with the birth dates of Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. And the reason for Negro History Week is Black history is not just enslavement 
and mass incarceration and the civil rights movement. There are joy and depth and art and you know all kinds of achievement and greatness that we don't always hear about. Black Americans have been a part of the story of American history from the very beginning. In fact, Woodson often says that Black history is American history. And so it was important for him as a part of Negro History Week to really bring out the achievements of not only African kingdoms and the continent of Africa, but of Black people in the United States. We are in Black History Month right now, and there are several bills before the state legislature that target classroom discussions on race. So I just wonder, this is kind of a big question, but how you all see your role in this moment in time when we're talking about education and and really even Black history? Perhaps a misunderstanding that these bills sort of feed into in some ways is the idea that only by hearing the positive things will we grow to love our country more. And I think that that's just not the reality. I mean, without being able to understand the hardships that we've overcome, without being able to see the way that we've grown and changed and developed from, you know, to more fully live out the idea that all men and women are created equal. You know, the more we realize that that was kind of an aspirational statement that we had to grow into, and we still have to, we have to choose that every day to just not have the conversation or to say the discrimination is in the past. We sort of solved that with civil rights. I think that blinds us to the work that we all need to do now 